sinners and saints. Dust off those horns and halos. It's time for Alec After Dark. Sinners and saints, welcome back to a new episode of Alan After Dark. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling sexy. I hope you are feeling horny. You know, it is hotter than Satan's asshole outside. I haven't seen this kind of hot weather in a long time. It's almost as hot as Troy Savon's video for his new song, Rush. Have you all seen that video? Oh my God, is it fucking hot. Jesus Christ, I never thought anyone would have the guts to do a mainstream music video that had so much butt crack, jock straps, a glory hole, man-on-man tongue action, an actual pissing scene. I mean, it's just remarkable how hot that video really is. Two boners up, in my opinion. And the song itself is an homage, I think, to the good old days of disco in the gay clubs with some of the hottest twink muscle action I have seen outside of pornography. Damn, is it hot. I don't really find Troy physically attractive. He's not exactly my type when it comes to physicality, but there are plenty of hot dudes in that video that crank my shaft, I'm telling you. And I guess that's a good way to lead into this episode because that video, that song is like the antithesis of the right wing in this country and how they are waging this culture war specifically targeting the LGBTQ plus community, particularly the transgender community right now, merely as a way to distract from all of their failures. And when I say they, I'm talking about the Republican Party, the right wing. I prefer to call them the repugnant party or the greedy old pedophile party that have no platform, no economic plans, no foreign policy plans, nothing that would benefit the average American citizen. All they have is fear-mongering, targeting transgender people with lies, absolute blatant lies about who they are, what they do, and where they do it. And then on top of that, in places like Tennessee, they're targeting drag queens as if drag queens are targeting children for whatever nefarious reason that a Republican can come up with. It is just mind-blowing to me that any of this bullshit that they're spewing, these lies, make traction. It really does frustrate me that media outlets don't push back harder on the blatant falsehoods of what they say. I mean, if it wasn't for just a few media types, in particular Jon Stewart, who absolutely holds politicians' feet to the fire, I think that they would just absolutely let them get away with it. People like Marjorie Twatter Green, or what was that guy's name, the uh, right-wing 
gay guy, Milo Yanapussy or whatever his name is. What the fuck? And don't even get me started on Bruce Jenner. I would normally be respectful of Caitlyn Jenner, but those last few interviews on Fox News where Caitlyn declared that he that he was a biological male regardless of how the outside looked. I mean, what the fuck? Then if you're a biological male, then bitch, go back Bruce and not Caitlyn. What are you catering to these people for? What benefit does, does it do to you other than getting you some attention? I mean, you've got more money than God already, and you're allowed to wander around, parade around as if you are a spokesperson for the transgender community when you're really nothing but a fake troll trying to gain some sort of acceptance from fucking Republicans. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? I mean, I would love to interview Bruce Jenner and ask, which bathroom do you use when you're in public? I'll guarantee to you, Bruce uses the bathroom as Caitlin and uses the, the ladies' room. And I bet no one ever challenges Caitlin on that. Doesn't that just, I don't know, maybe I'm a party of one here that gets so frustrated with these assholes lying about everything. The, the fucking bathroom bills. I mean, their argument, the right wing's argument is, is that uh, pedophiles will take advantage of the situation by dressing up as a woman to get into the women's room to assault, sexually assault children. And it's like, do you hear what you're saying? You're worried about straight men molesting children, but you, you want to blame transgender people for what these straight men in your mind are going to do. Do they have any evidence of this? Of course not. They don't. So this is a fabrication in their mind. But then you have to think, what the fuck? Their mind is thinking of such things. So maybe they're the ones that we need to be watching out for. Actually, it's not maybe. They're the ones we have to watch out for because the ones who scream the loudest about something are usually the most guilty. So in some of their minds, they have thought about well, I could dress up as a woman and go into a ladies' room and molest little girls. I mean, that's how their brains work when that has nothing to do, to do with the transgender community. And I think if you're still listening to this episode, what has triggered this outburst of anger is the news reports about the Tennessee Attorney General ordering Vanderbilt University Medical Center to turn over medical records of transgender patients. And when I was reading about that situation, it turns out that the Attorney General of Tennessee, and probably other states too, can make a claim that they think a crime has been committed, and they can order a hospital, a doctor, or any medical practice to turn over the records that they want, regardless if there was an actual crime or not. And it seems that in the case of the files that Vanderbilt University Medical Center turned over to him, he was basically implying that a crime had been committed. And then on top of that, we see that he, among and along with 18 other attorneys general of Republican or red states, as you call them, sent a letter to the White House arguing that they have the right to take medical records of Tennessee patients, even if they had treatment 
in another state. And I'm sitting here when I was reading this and then I heard it on two different news reports. I'm like, why do they think that, that Tennessee has more authority than any other state? And they don't. It basically is their creative version of a witch hunt to intimidate women who might be needing an abortion or a transgender person who might need treatment. It's simply a way for them to torment and harass American citizens of their state to conform to what they deem is acceptable. And that fucking pisses me off. Because in essence, it's the same thing as the so-called morality police in Iran. It's no different than what the Taliban does in Afghanistan or the Saudis do in Saudi Arabia. They punish anyone who does not conform to their religious beliefs. So I really do want to ask these right-wing Bible beaters why they think that they can behave like the Taliban or Al-Qaeda or the Saudis and think it's okay? Why do they think that they have this moral superiority over the rest of us? I mean, it's like the God complex for fakers, for liars, for haters, you know, and it's not used because they have genuine religious beliefs, sincerely held religious beliefs. They just use it as a weapon targeting anybody that they disapprove of. And I worry that it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And just one more thing to add uh, about Caitlyn Jenner. You know, Caitlyn, if you didn't enjoy that super billionaire bubble that you exist in, surrounded by your security and the Kardashians or whatever their name is, if you had to exist in the real world, you would probably be suicidal, you would be impoverished, and if you came to parts of Tennessee, you would be dead. They wouldn't even tolerate your existence. So you have the luxury of being able to spout off your anti-transgender rhetoric from your ivory tower. So I'm saying fuck you. I guess people are thinking maybe at this point that I'm being a little hard on Caitlin, aka Bruce. But I'll tell you why I am. Caitlyn Jenner should know better. Caitlyn Jenner should know the consequences of their words. The haters, the bigots are using her words to justify being even more brutal to the transgender community. And I wonder how they look in the mirror without feeling some sort of remorse or guilt. I guess they, I guess Caitlyn just wallows in a pile of her money and just glorifies in herself. Or is it himself? Maybe I should say himself. I don't know. Fuck it. And she, just like the orange turd, has convinced themselves that everybody in the world loves and believes everything they say, even though we all know that is far from the truth. So I think that's what I'm getting at here. The irony about all of this is that when the right wing were able to take over the Supreme Court, thanks to Mitch McConnell and the orange turd, they were able to get their way, even though, in essence, I think a lot of people had convinced themselves 
on the Republican side that they really would never do the things that they were promising to do, that it was just lip service to get the votes of the radical extremists. And now I think even liberals, some liberals believe that, too, that they would never really dare because what would they run on then if, if they got abortion rights overturned? What would they run on after that point? And of course, you know, they're just going to make up other things to run on, like fear of transgender people, etc. But I do believe that they've overplayed their hand. I think there's an irony even in that ruling. Their ruling was the Supreme, the supposed Supreme Court, which is really nothing but a partisan right wing mob of bigoted Bible beaters in a lot of ways, when they ruled that abortion rights were to be worked out at the state level, they really did limit the reach of the right-wing states. And this move to try to force other states to turn over medical records flies in the face of their own ruling. I mean, the Republicans have said all along, oh, it's a state's right. Well, every state has the same rights. And so a state that allows abortion that's none of the state of Tennessee's business. That was the, the own ruling. So are they going to ask for a federal order to turn over medical records over the states? What would happen to them? I really wonder if the governor of Tennessee, if the state of California demanded to see his medical records, what if, uh, the ultimate irony, what if the state of New York, the state of California, or any state demanded to see Donald Trump's medical records. How would that wash over? I just, I really do wish those things would happen. That's how they have always legislated. They pass laws that they believe affect everybody else and don't affect them. And that right there has to change. When, I believe it was the state of Utah, when they, uh, the state of Utah, several school districts were banning books in the school libraries, claiming, I guess, that they were pornographic or offensive because they covered LGBTQ topics. When the parents pushed back and got the King James Version, well, I don't know if it was King James Version, but got the Bible banned from the school libraries, they were outraged that the law applied to them as well. And it's isn't it funny how they act like, well, it's not supposed to apply to us. It's supposed to apply only to people that we don't like. And they don't seem to understand that that's how, that's the true definition of discrimination. Laws are to be applied to every person, every American citizen, every resident of that state equally. You know, you cannot... Uh, if you single out a group and say that this law applies only to them, well, clearly that's discrimination. You're singling out a group for this punishment that doesn't apply to anyone else. And you have to start thinking about that. I don't know why they don't think about that. I really don't understand how, well, I do understand. They are they have allowed religion or the use of religion as a control method. So that's what I say when I say that Republicans are really no different than the Taliban or the Saudis the or the Iranian morality police, as they call themselves, where they're beating women for not wearing a headscarf correctly or a burqa or whatever. It's the same in the United States. 
and in Tennessee. And I just wonder how far they're willing to go before even these diehard Republicans who keep spouting off about individual rights and freedom and liberty, when will they finally say enough is enough? And I don't think we're there yet. I don't think that we've got to that point yet. And my fear is that when we get to that point, it will be civil war. And I don't know. I don't know. I can't picture people in the South, especially since most of the cities in the South are blue. They are run by Democrats and liberals. How that would affect because the the majority of the population of each state are in the cities. So what's happening here is that they could try to do this, but they would have a massive exodus of people from their cities and it would leave it would leave the states in a much weaker position. They would be they would have fewer people to tax. Uh, if they kept pushing it, they would be getting they would be receiving no federal assistance because they've rebelled against the federal government. And since most red states are charity states, they receive more from the federal government than they put back in, they're going to be in even more trouble if we do go to that brink of civil war or division. Sometimes I think, well, Republicans deserve it. They deserve that punishment. They do. But there are so many people that are in those states that don't deserve that punishment that we have to come up with a different way to resolve this. And of course, what I'm saying is the easiest way to resolve this is to vote in massive numbers that vote the Republicans, the repugnance, the greedy old pedophile party out at every level. You know, I don't know how many of you have heard of Margaret Atwood's amazing novel, The Handmaid's Tale, or watched the television series. But in a lot of ways, the things that have been happening, especially under the four years under the orange turd, it really did feel like we were heading toward that sort of dystopian society. And I don't think that even Republicans want to live in such a society where the government tells you what you can drink, where you can go, how you should dress, how you should live. You know, they would you really want to have the privacy of your own home violated? Do you believe that that a federal government or even a state government has the right to know what you're doing behind closed doors? I don't think many people realize that it was just as recent as 1982 that the right-wing Supreme Court at that time upheld sodomy laws. They actually ruled that if the police came into your home and found you in bed with a member of the same sex, that you could be arrested solely for that, that it didn't matter or it doesn't matter that it's your own home with a consenting adult that the Supreme Court in 1982 ruled that you could be arrested. And can you imagine how that would affect our court system and so on? I did. I don't know which Republican it was, but I do know that uh, the states, the right wing states are trying to go after the morning after pill and abortion medications that can be mailed 
through the U.S. Postal Service. I, can't, I don't know which Republican it was, but he basically, I guess, a memo leaked of him warning the party that you're taking it to an extreme that will be to the detriment of the party, probably for generations. And his argument was, and it does make sense, is that why are you worried about that medication when we have a fentanyl crisis, we have crystal meth, we have other drugs that are taking lives and you're going to take funding away from that to target women for a medical prescription that they need for their own health care. And until they realize, and they haven't realized it yet, that they will continue to lose power, lose votes, lose elections, because they are not following the will of their own people. They're following the will of this little segment of the population that seems to be throwing so much money at them that they can't resist it. I'll even quote the Bible here. For the love of money is the root of all evil. And there's no denying that Republicans as a party, as an ideology, is greedy, not only for money, but for power. And they are willing to destroy entire segments of the American population to maintain and keep that power. They will do whatever it takes through the court systems, through gerrymandering, through claims of election fraud, etc., to ensure that they stay in power. And until people realize what they are doing, they'll continue to do it. They will continue to maintain power and tread on individual rights and eventually destroy democracy, the republic as we know it. Now, having said all that, I, I really don't want to end this episode on such a, a dark, negative tone. I have a lot of hope that this younger generation, the generations coming up behind my generation, they are realizing how important voting is and to be active in the communities to make sure this doesn't happen, that they can make the changes through voting, through democracy, through communication, to make sure that those who desire to suppress our rights are voted out of office, to force the changes within the Republican Party itself to where they no longer approach their politics through culture wars, through attacking American citizens who aren't the same as they are. Maybe they will learn eventually that they don't have to demonize people that they don't like. But until that happens, we have to stay vigilant. We have to stay aware and we have to call out people that we know don't have the best interest of us or our country in mind. Thank you for joining me for this preachy episode of Alan After Dark. Remember to take life by the balls. Be real. And we'll see you soon. Thank you.